Hello, and welcome to In the Spotlight, a chance to get to know the financial services practice group team at Barry Dunn. I'm Susan Weber. And I'm Brooke Wells. Fellow team members and hosts of the series. We're joined today by Kristen Perry, principal in our tax practice group. Welcome, Kristen. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. We are so happy to have you here. I've been really looking forward to today's discussion and the chance to get to know you a little bit better. Um, So to kick us off today, just tell us how you got into the profession. Did you always want to be an accountant or a tax professional? It's probably not the most common or typical answer, but yes, I actually announced to the world in about seventh grade that I wanted to be an accountant, had no idea what it was, didn't know what I was getting myself (laughs) into, but I just stuck with it. I took accounting in high school and then ended up going through the whole college experience and here I am. (laughs) I love that. And how long have you been at Barry Dunn? I started at Barry Dunn 22 years ago, but I actually did leave Barry Dunn for about five years to experience work in the private sector, but I'm a boomerang and returned. Well, that's awesome. We'll talk a little bit about that. I'm very interested in in knowing how you felt that that experience, you know, maybe helped your career or changed your direction. Just kind of curious. About five years into my career, I thought that becoming a CFO would be the next step for me in my career. So Mm -hmm. I thought I'd give that a try. And I went to work at a credit union. And it was a fantastic experience. I actually learned a lot about how the financial institution world works from daily operations to how monthly decisions are made, board reporting and annual budgeting. It was really a great experience. Um, But I also ultimately decided that I missed sort of the seasonality of public accounting. Mm -hmm. Um, So ultimately returned, but it really did help me with learning how to focus on the client needs and understanding what the client priorities were. And it really, in the end, helped me to better serve my clients. I think that is so important. I mean, just that real appreciation for what it's like to walk a mile in somebody else's shoes and and how that translates. And, you know, I've seen it in some of the articles that you've written. I'm thinking about the one that you wrote on um, remote employees and what that means to institutions. Uh, Maybe talk to people a little bit about that. Yes. So after the pan- the COVID pandemic, mm-hmm. it became more common for employees to want to work remotely. And it was not just working remotely next door or in the same town. It became mm-hmm. more, well, what if I work remotely from Florida or from anywhere, really? And it there was a lot of questions surrounding what that meant for companies in terms of their state income tax filing requirements. Mm. And of course, you know, the expense that is associated with that. I co-authored an article with a colleague of mine here at Barry Dunn that covered several areas that companies should consider, including what happens if an employee works out of state or what happens if you just hire an employee out of state. And it's really interesting to learn what creates nexus with another state. And in uh, in certain states, it really only requires one employee working in that state that could open up the door for having a filing requirement. 
Wow, that's really that that is really amazing. I never even really thought about that the tax implications of having somebody work in another state. So, really important work there. I, and for anybody who is interested in that particular article, we'll make sure that we link it into the podcast description so that they can get all those great helpful tips and tricks because I know that's still happening today. <laughs> So Kristen, taking into this extra experience you have, is there anything particular within your career that you really focus on or you're passionate about? Yeah, I really like focusing on the financial statements, specifically deferred taxes, and I have more of that balance sheet focus. I want things to balance in the end. Early in my career, the statement of cash flows was definitely my favorite, and I really just find that that's what the end product is. And I want the users of the financial statements to understand what the implications are of all the complex accounting matters that go through, whether it be just from a gap perspective or from a income tax perspective. And I just, I really enjoy digging into more complex accounting matters. Yeah, sounds like the technical stuff that people try to avoid is what you really like to work on, huh? <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> I'm so happy so she does of, work on it. <laughs> <laughs> so outside of the technical pieces, do you, where could someone find you outside of work? Outside of work, I would say 99% of the time I am watching my kids play sports. I have a son who plays three seasons of varsity sports. So there is very little downtime in the course of a year. And my daughter also plays a lot of sports competitively. So we are usually on the road or at a field somewhere uh, catching a game or two. <laughs> Did they get their athleticism from you? No, they definitely <laughs> did not. Um, but my husband definitely played sports as a kid, so he would take all the credit for that for sure. Of course, of course. So Kristen, thank you so much for sharing. It was fun getting to shine the spotlight on you today. Before we go, are you ready for a quick accounting joke? <laughs> I'd love to hear one. <laughs> all right. Why doesn't the IRS audit cows? Um... <laughs> No clue. Because the farmer milked them dry. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Well, on that note, thanks everyone for joining today and be on the lookout for more of your favorite professionals in the spotlight. 